0: It's time to elevate your snacking game with Wonderful Pistachios. Visit WonderfulPistachios.com to learn more. Hey, what's going on, guys? This is Brie with the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. It is Monday. Thank you so much for pressing play on this episode. Today, I'm going to be deep diving into the documentary on Netflix with Michelle Obama becoming, it was everything, um... And I'm just really excited to talk about it. I don't know why, but I just, I'm really excited to talk about it. I have pages of notes, so um, I will be reading directly from my notes and hopefully my chicken scratch, because I was trying to write so fast, but hopefully my chicken scratch that I put in my journal makes sense. But I have, girl, I have eight takeaways for you. I want you to get your pen. I want you to get your pad of paper. I want to get. I want you to get your journal. Whatever you got to get, sis, get, get it, light a candle. Get some tea. If you need to press pause and do all this, because I'm about to get into eight takeaways um, in my commentary on just the, the becoming documentary period. Before I do that, though, I want to take a second and um, I want to I talk about something. This should just take a couple of minutes. So, as you may or may not know, um, a couple of months ago, we lost um, Brianna Taylor. And if you haven't heard, Brianna Taylor was the young lady out of Louisville that um, was quote-unquote mistakenly shot many times, <laughs> her body riddled with bullets according to the information that I read, and um, all because her pr- place of residence, if I'm not mistaken, was mistaken for... Um, it was like a like something to do with drugs like a drug raid or or something like that um and again I said quote-unquote mistakenly because I I don't just so many things I don't understand about this whole thing that it, it just doesn't even make a lick of damn sense but um I don't know it's just, it's just overwhelming and you may be feeling the same. And so if if you're feeling like I'm feeling that that's why I want to talk about this right now, um, because I know a lot of us, do you just feel like you're on edge with, with the, the violent and brutal way that black people are, are, are being treated in this country? Like it, it seems like every, I swear I just talked about this and maybe I didn't, I might be having deja vu, but I swear I said this on a, just a recent podcast episode, like another hashtag, another hashtag, you know, we weren't put here to be hashtags. And I just feel like our lives are just so disposable that we can have atrocious, crimes committed against us and there's like no justice for it or it takes like in this case months for the for this to even kind of come to light and to my knowledge as of at least the this this recording the officers have not been arrested yet They're still walking around, breathing, you know, sleeping, spending time with family, hanging out, or I don't know, whatever it is they're doing. They're above ground. They're above ground. And I just feel like we're on edge right now. Like a lot of us are stressed. We're concerned. We're scared, angry, frustrated, exasperated, traumatized, tired. I'm tired. And I'm sure you're tired too. And hyper alert. Like so alert, so waiting for the other shoe to drop, so waiting for the next hashtag. Like we are living in this constant state of like awareness and and, and stress, and we wonder why we have these health issues, but our bodies seemingly we like. We, I feel like our stress is just elevated as black women in this country, as a black person in this country, as a person of color in this country. It's like our stress levels are just, we have, we have everyday life stress. And then we have the next level of stress beyond that. Just being a person with brown skin in this country. And so we're just on edge and we're on alert and I know that diet and exercise play a huge part, of course, in, in our well-being and our health. I get that. But that stress, that's on a whole nother level, right? And it's like once you kind of, you can kind of like sink back into your regular routines, you start to breathe a little easier, you know what I mean? It just happens again. And it happens again. And it happens again. Another hashtag, another incident, Incident, excuse me. I don't know. You might be feeling the same way. Uh, maybe it's just me, but it's just, it's, it's just tiring. And you may be feeling like helpless. Like you don't know what you can do. Like you want to do something, but you don't know how to help or what to do. If you go to com, again, stand with Bree, which is B-R-E, my name coincidentally. So I really, my, my radar is up, you know what I mean? But if you go to standwithbreed.com, there is a place where um, you can read like updates or the history. And one thing that's annoying, like because she was like an EMT. I'm sure she was living her best life, whatever, you know, whatever she was doing. Right. And I hate the fact that we have to justify why she didn't deserve. You know, to be killed. We have to put it, we have to, we have to put it all out there that she was an amazing person, which I'm sure she was. I'm saying we have to put it out there that she was this and she was that. And she had a million awards and she rescued 50 people out of a burning building and all these different things. Like, no, no, I'm so tired of seeing us have to justify our existence and justify that we don't deserve to be lynched or brutally accosted or 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 or, you know to be treated with respect if we do get arrested but in any case um it's just a lot it's just a lot but if you go to standwithbreed.com, there is um I think I just said this but there's a place where you can um drop your um email address and your name. You can sign a petition. There is, if I'm not mistaken, also a phone number that you can call, um, where you can, um, just, just leave messages or speak to people and demand justice and demand that these officers or whomever they were are, are, are brought to trial and brought to justice or excuse me, not brought to justice. They are, um, held accountable held responsible for their actions because there's no way in hell that proper protocol was followed especially with her body being riddled with bullets um there there's just no way there's there's no way um so yeah stand with if you want to you know just use your voice that is the, you know what i would recommend that is what I would recommend. Just check out standwithbree.com, okay? So let's go ahead. I'm going to take a quick sip of water. I don't even know if you guys can hear me taking swigs of water <laughs> when I do that, but I'm sorry, it I, my throat be getting parched. But all right, so let's get into Becoming. Again, this was on or it is excuse me on Netflix you know what it is it's Michelle Obama she had the becoming tour, and she I don't even know how many cities she hit or how many states she hit, but each each location had like a different host and um you know she's interviewed and and also this documentary just kind of like followed her around and showed a little slice of her life and actually the when I saw uh, Sasha and Malia, I was like I mean, I know they're grown. (laughs) Um, I know they're grown, but just to see, it was just weird. It was weird to see them because in my mind, they're still babies. Like they're still little, but they're not. They're grown. It's just weird in a good way. Time just flies, man. Like it just, it just goes by so fast. I just, I just remember when they were just little, little girls and now they're just grown and I don't know. It's just amazing. They're just beautiful young women. And it's just, like I said, time flies. But yeah, it just follows her around. Um, of course, um, Obama's in it or uh, Barack's in it. And um, he shows up in, um, I don't know, and on one of the tours. And, and they just have like this really good relationship. I don't know. Obviously, we don't know what goes on behind closed doors. So no one can say for sure. But I just, I feel like they have an amazing relationship And they are just, they are just like so in love with each other and they support each other and I don't know, it's just a beautiful thing. But in any case, um, unsurprisingly, before I get into my takeaways, unsurprisingly, there are reviews that have come in on Becoming and it got like a lot of one stars and two stars, people were saying that it was boring, um, pretentious. Um, somebody said becoming what, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is nothing new and blah, 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 blah. I'm just like, they, these people do anything they can to tear this woman down, like anything they can to tear this woman down. So it's just a whole mess. The, the 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 lengths people go to, to just um, tear tear someone down, tear tear down a black person, tear down a black woman that is intelligent, smart, amazing, you know, um, I don't know. So let me go ahead and get into these takeaways before I irritate myself. <laughs> so. Uh, so again, becoming, my first takeaway was, so there's a part when she, she had like a, I guess like a book signing or like a meet and greet slash book signing and the people were kind of coming up to her. And of course they were just like, Oh my gosh, you know what I mean? Like I'm about to get my book signed or I'm about to say hello to, to, uh, Michelle Obama, which to me is like, I don't know. It's a big deal. It's a big deal to me. And so. While they were coming up, she was kind of saying, uh, it's important to make sure I take every person as they come up. When somebody walks up to me, don't look around. Don't look beyond them. Look them in the eye. Take in the story. I thought that was like so profound um, because it helps you to, to stay connected and stay grounded and to relate when people are coming up to you and they, they are acknowledging you in their space. And when you take that time, and this could be applied to anything. Again, these takeaways are like life, relationships, self-care, business, kind of all rolled into one. But so applying this to your life, like just, just being present and in the moment and making that connection because life really is about connecting to each other, to ourselves. And when you take just a moment out of your day to really see someone and acknowledge that they are important, acknowledge that their story is important, acknowledge that they matter, you know, um, that's huge. That is huge. Because you never know what someone is dealing with on the inside. And, and, and sometimes it's just that one connection that they make that makes all the difference. And and you're a part of that, right? So when we take time to really fully be present, it not only helps us, but it also helps the person on the other end too. So I thought that was really important. Um, The second thing was, I forget what part this is, but it was on her life being changed, I think it was a young lady in some, uh, like a a program, a student or something that was kind of asking this question. She was asking, you know, about her life being interrupted. So on her life being changed or interrupted, going from like a regular person to the freaking what is it, first lady of the United States, the floatist, Like, what was it like trying to get her life back to quote unquote normal? And she said there was no get back on track because now it's a whole new track. You can't go back because now it's all different. It's now about creating your next track. Figure it out. What do you want to do? What do you care about? Take time to figure out what it all means. And that was profound for me because I know a lot of times we say, you know, I want to get back on track. I want to get back on track. I can't wait to do X, Y, Z Um, and get my life back so I can get back on track like how many times have you said that but honestly truly you can't get back on track not the same one it it's like it's you're forever changed when something happens that takes you away um and this is not even necessarily a bad thing it could be something super amazing but once this thing this this change occurs and you're ready to quote unquote get back on track there it's like it's not possible because you're you don't think the same anymore you're not the same person the track is no longer the same baby i'm here to tell you it's not the same and that could be it that's not a bad thing i just want you to know that it's 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 changed now you are different you are changed you have grown you are not the same person coming back into that experience that you were um a month ago or six months ago or even yesterday or today, you know, the day before, like you're you're not the same person because our experiences, I mean, you may or may not be uh, ever have the opportunity to become FLOTUS. But I don't want you to think, you know, that just because you don't have something, quote unquote, super, super major and life changing, like it could be the simplest of things that are going to change the course of your life. It could be an illness that you had and you bounced back from, right? It can be um, debt, getting into debt and now your life has changed. It could be anything, it could be having a baby, it could be getting married, it could be losing a job, it could be writing a book, it could be reading a book, it could be any- anything can change your life. So once you've gone through a certain process and you say, okay, that's happened, I'm good. I'm ready to get my life back on track. Just just, just know that you you can't necessarily do that because you are now coming into that situation as a different person. And that's, again, a good thing because you can take that track that you were used to and just make it even better, you know? So that was a good takeaway for me, like a big aha moment, right? Um, The third thing is, the third takeaway for me was when people tell you that you're... Re- excuse me, when people tell you you're reaching too big or too high, don't allow their limiting beliefs to stop you. And that was big for me. Her family expected greatness and that's exactly what she led with. And for me, it's like when people tell you that you're too much, you know, or, or you can't do that. You're, you're, you, you can never be X, Y, Z. You can never um, start a business girl, you, you, you can never become a millionaire. You can never buy that house by yourself as a single woman, whatever it is that people are kind of like judging you for, or telling you that you can never do because it's way too big. It's way too much. It's just unattainable. Please, by all means, do not listen to these people. These are not either. They're not your people and they want to see you fail or they are your people, but they are they, they are so afraid of the unknown that anything is a risk. And they think of a risk as a, a scary situation that is gonna fail, you can't bounce back from it. Like they, they have these limiting beliefs because they probably have not necessarily gone for like something major, or if they have, it, it was a fail which really is a lesson, right? And they weren't able to bounce back for whatever reason. And so now they are taking their story and making it your story. Did you catch that? They're taking their story and making it, like forcing it upon you. They, they want their life, their reaction to, to risk and, and and everything to be your story as I guess maybe protection, I think people sometimes do have the best intentions for you, but this is your life. We only get one life to live. And sometimes it you just, you gotta go for it. As huge as it is, as scary as it may be, you gotta go for it sometimes. And you'll know when the time is right. You'll know what that looks like. You'll know what that feels like. You will know when to kind of like, put it off or say no, not yet. And you'll know, you know what? It's time to just do this. Win, lose, fail, whatever. I'm going to go for this. I'm going to fight for this. I'm going to connect with this. This is what I want to do. Like You commit to it and you go for it. You commit, you take action, you go for it right? So when people tell you that you are doing the most, or they're, they're, they're telling you that you will never do X, Y, Z, or it's impossible, or it's, it's, it's too much, please just remember that they are trying to make their story your story. And like I said, her family expected greatness. They didn't tell her, you know, this, this black girl from what the, the 50s, 60s, 70s, um, that it was impossible. You can't because we are blocked, dot, dot, dot. You know what I'm saying? They expected it. They expected it. And it's okay for you to expect greatness from, for yourself too. It is more than okay for you to expect greatness for yourself. So that was number three. Um, number four on not feeling invisible as a black woman. This is what she said. She said, for me, I never felt invisible. I think it's because my parents made me always feel visible. It came from not what was going on in the world, but what was going on at my dinner table. But that invisibility, it starts here. We can't afford to wait for the world to be equal to start feeling seen. We're far from it. Time will not allow it. You've got to find the tools within yourself to feel visible and to be heard And to use your voice. I hope you caught all that. That was a long quote. So basically, I loved that. Because I know I shrink myself sometimes. Or I do sometimes feel like I am, you know, invisible. And that's rough carrying that baggage from year to year to year. But I love how her parents were like, her parents were there, like supported her in the best way they knew how, which made her, it made her know that she was seen, she was heard. You know, because a lot of times for us, we were told we weren't to be seen and heard, right? (laughs) Um, But I guess that was the opposite experience for her. And so she grew up just, just very strong in her presence, and and very self-aware and she never felt like invisible and you know she's right we can't afford to wait for the world for us to feel like everything's equal and balanced and i i'm not sure if that's ever going to happen especially for women and especially for black women i i mean i really don't know time will tell obviously but if we are waiting around to feel like now it's okay for me to be to be seen and heard and visible. If you're holding your breath for that moment, you are going to pass out and be blue in the face. We, we, we have to snatch it. We have to go out for it. We have to get it. You know, we already have what we need. We already have the tools. You already got it. Whatever it is you need, you got it. If you ain't got it, you don't need it right now. Sometimes a part of being visible is just taking that first action, that first step. It could be starting that business. It could be going live on Instagram in front of your audience. I mean, there's, it could could be a lot of things. It could be speaking up in the boardroom or speaking up at your next, um, what's it called? Uh, Next meeting at your job and just being heard. And, and and realizing and understanding the power that you hold. You are so freaking powerful, dude. Like, I don't even know if you realize it or not, but you are. And you are not, the only person that is making you, you know, making you feel invisible is yourself. You are not invisible. There's no way you're invisible. Girl, you are way too glorious for that. Like, I don't even know what you look like, but I know for a fact you're amazing. You're smart. You got it. You have everything you need. So, you know, don't let life like kick you around and 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 make you feel less than or like your opinions don't matter or like you're not smart enough to speak up or be seen. You got it, sis. You're all those things and and much much more, right? Use your voice. Stand up. Be heard. Fight for it. Go for it. Get it, take it. Um, Number five, your story with all the highs and lows and what seems so ordinary and what seems like nothing to you is your power. I love that too. Um, She was talking to a young lady. uh, Gosh, I wish I remembered the backstory. Something about maybe she was the first generation to graduate from high school. Um, I know she said she was taking care of her Her Space wasn't always made for our perspective, so NPR's new collection is necessary as it celebrates the richness of the Black experience. Here a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center Black voices. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Feeling more grounded and relaxed is Black Girl Peace for me. And so I really need that while doing things like... Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to theouai dot com and enter promo code self care for fifteen percent off any product. That's theouai dot com promo code self care. But she just thought that this was it was ordinary, right? She just thought that she was just ordinary. We are we are all so extraordinary. Like I I don't even know how to drill this into your head more than I am saying right now but your story says along with you not being invisible because you're not but your story is someone needs to hear it someone needs to see you someone needs to hear you someone needs to learn more about how you survived the struggle someone needs to learn how you persevered Someone needs to know how you were able to heal from trauma. Someone needs to hear how you stood up for yourself after being sexually abused. Someone needs to hear from you after you found yourself swimming in debt and you were able to climb out of that damn pit and and bounce back. Someone needs to hear about how you're still um, in that money pit, but you're taking actions and you're doing X, Y, Z and you're making Every year you're chipping away at that debt month by month, day by day and how you're taking responsibility um, for yourself and your bills and your finances. Someone needs to hear about how you dealt with when you had fibroids or cancer or your mom passed from breast cancer. Someone needs to hear how you fought and scratched and and did everything to finally get that damn degree that you fought and worked so hard for while you had a baby on your hip and two jobs. Someone needs to hear your story. they do. Someone needs to hear your story. Your story is your power. Your story is your power. And while you're sitting there in the corner feeling like you're invisible, you're not smart enough, you're not capable, you are. You are absolutely capable beyond your wildest imagination. Sometimes you just got to take that first step. And I know it's scary, girl. Woo. Sometimes when you open up that can of worms, your story, stories, child, some of them are just, they're brutal. I get it. I get it. But it's, 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 it's what makes you, you. And someone needs to hear it. It's like a chain reaction. It's like a ripple effect. You release, and the next person is able to do whatever it is they're supposed to do. And then they release, and the next person from them is able to do what they were supposed to do. It just goes on and on and on and on. So, that story that you think is just so blah, uh, nobody cares. Nobody's going to want to learn from me. Nobody wants to hear from me. Girl, that is not true. It is not true. You are exceptional, you are extraordinary. And I want to make sure you know that. Share your story. Okay, so number six. Get a partner that challenges you in different ways. Don't get swept up and become an appendage of someone else's dream. Make moves. Shift your life. Go after, let's see, go after what you, oh, sorry, go after what you want. See, I told you this was chicken scratch. Go after what you want. Rise up to be his equal if necessary. Your happiness isn't based on your partner making you happy. Prioritize yourself, even while in a relationship, while having a career, children, et cetera. Like this was just like, yo, <laughs> how many times have we like sh- like shrunk to be what someone else need- needed in a relationship, any kind of relationship, either your bestie, your your boo, like, your partner, like how many of us have like shrunk to to allow the other person to shine or we shrunk so that the other person thought that we were quote unquote the one or we shrunk so that the other person could feel better um, about themselves. Like, and we shrunk so that they were happy because we were doing all the things that they needed us to do. Like seriously, how many of us have done that in at least one relationship? if not several relationships and or on top of that we want our partner to make us happy we want to we want our partner to do all the things that make us happy right and that's honestly not your partner's responsibility your partner is not responsible for your happiness that's just not how it works Sometimes that's what we want and we get disappointed because that's not their job. They weren't put here to make, to make you love yourself. They weren't put here to, 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 to make you happy. Now, will there be happiness and moments of joy and love and peace and and excitement and, and exhilaration? And of course, all that stuff. Yes, absolutely. Yes, of course. You want a partner that is going to add to, you know, your happiness And not to say that everything is going to be rainbows and sunshine and unicorns and every single part of a relationship is going to be happiness. But what I'm saying is you want someone that's going to want to, that's going to add to that just by them being them. You guys click in such a way and you just make each other, you, you add to each other's happiness. But as far as them being responsible for your happiness, no, sis, that is an inside job. That is an inside job. You know, we, we, we are responsible for our own happiness. And on top of that, we are definitely responsible for going out there and getting it, whatever it is, whatever it is, again, like starting that business, you know, writing that book, whatever it is that you feel like you're putting here to do, getting that education, going back for your master's um, or your bachelor's, like we have to learn how to prioritize ourselves better because as women, we tend to put every everybody first and we're kind of like on the back burner and that, how, how was that serving us? You know, how was that serving us? And that's why I stress the importance of a self-care routine. Even if that means um, sometimes ditching like the scroll Cause we can find time, you know, pockets here and there to scroll. Maybe we don't scroll as much, and we sit down and write out our our goals for the year, right? Or maybe we don't. Um, we skip our favorite show just for like a night, and we take time and we, and we just have a cup of tea, get our journals out, and we just write. You know, we just write, write everything that's on our heart, like, or we 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 um, take time to read a book or we take time to just breathe and be present and mindful in that moment and, and, and not allow dist- distractions, excuse us to, excuse me. I said, excuse us, not allow distractions to, um, not allow distractions to just take us off course. Right. So again, like happiness is an inside job. I'm responsible for my happiness. You're responsible for your happiness. Um, and on top of that, we cannot make our partners happy. Like that is not your responsibility and vice versa. It is not their responsibility to, to, to make you love yourself, to make you, to make you happy. That's just not how it works as much as some of us would love for it to be. Um, and I think we set ourselves up for disappointment and, and resentment when things don't work out that way. But yeah, it's an inside job. All right, I'm going to take a sip of water really quick. Woo, I feel like I'm just talking, talking, talking. Um, Number seven. So when you put yourself out there in, you know, ventures in the public, et cetera, uh, and you are open and vulnerable, everybody isn't going to like you. You become under scrutiny. And if you are a black woman, be prepared for it to be on level 100, you know, racism, angry black woman, manly, aggressive, etc. Those are the things that they said about Michelle Obama. Um, You know, uh, I was so tired of hearing that. Like, that was like one of my biggest frustrations with with them being in office. I think I've talked about that before. But you know when we put ourselves out there, like me even doing this podcast and having you know people listen, or or having a blog, or um, maybe you make YouTube videos and you want to be like a natural hair guru, or uh, maybe your your thing is um, I don't know, you are big on marketing, you're like a marketing expert and you want to build a brand around that. Whatever the case may be, okay. Whatever the case may be, just know. That once you, because we talked about not being invisible, but there's a, another side to that. Just know that once you kind of step out of that shadow and you are saying, okay, world, here I am. You know what I'm saying? This is what you're going to get. <laughs> this is wh- how I am. This is what you're going to get. Right. Um, but just know that everybody is not going to like you. They're just not. That's just how the world works. It just ain't. Some people just ain't going to be feeling you. They are not going to, you know, get jiggy with you. They are not going to be picking up what you're laying down. I know there are some things that um, people don't like me for. And, you know, it, it honestly, it just it is what it is. It's not and and it's not to say that your feelings don't get hurt. You know, we're human. We have emotions. We have feelings. Sometimes it's hurtful. Just imagine you were the floatist And I, I mean, I can't even imagine how she would have felt. Um... To be called all those things and have drawings made of her and her husband being a monkey and a terrorist and all those things like that. But, you know, we sometimes the the magic is just being in in being vulnerable. That's when that stuff starts to happen. The good stuff, I mean but we can't get to that place until we allow ourselves to be seen. And we just have to learn how to take the good with the bad. And that's, again, why self-care is so important because it will help you um, just to keep your mind right, keep your mind healthy, to connect with yourself, connect with God, you know what I'm saying? Because you're put here for a reason and it wasn't to be invisible, but we just have to learn how to just shed, you know, the things that really don't apply. And if we're hurt, to acknowledge that something was hurtful. Not like you have to call a person up or type an angry message or anything like that. I'm saying just to acknowledge to yourself, like, damn, that really hurt, you know? And it didn't just take it, just make space for that, but don't allow it to stop you. Don't allow it to stop you. Um, And then number eight was my last one. And it was, it takes some energy to go high. The higher up you go, the higher you have to be. So in other words, the higher up you go, like elevation or when you're leveling up, the higher you have to be, like your mindset, your words, your actions. And that to me was just like a big truth because I know that sometimes, for example, and this is speaking from experience, like something will happen on Instagram or social media for me and someone will say something in such a way and I try my best to be gracious. I Honestly, I do. Um, but sometimes I just have to stop responding because I will want to say something in such a way. And in other words, it's just my version of going high. Me going high is just not saying anything sometimes. Sometimes, like, you don't have to say everything, Sometimes going high is just not saying anything at all and to keep doing exactly what you're doing and keep pushing, keep pushing forward, keep pushing up, right? We don't have to, we don't have to respond to everything and we definitely don't, just because we're called something doesn't mean that's what we are. So... When we step out of the shadow, like I said, and we become more visible, we're speaking our mind, we're speaking up for ourselves, we're setting boundaries, we're showing the world, this is me, this is what you're gonna get, this is what I offer, you know what I'm saying? Like this is me. (laughs) Um, people, like I said, they ain't they're they're not gonna everybody's not gonna be warm and inviting and loving. It's just there's so many trolls out there and not even trolls, people that just have a different Opinion. They don't see eye to eye with you. You say A, they say D. You say the sky is blue, they say the sky is white, like, or gray. Like, that's just life. Everybody's not going to agree with you. And that part's okay. Because the world would surely be weird if we were all like, I think those animals are like lemmings or, I don't know, dodo birds. Whoever the ones, like if one rolls off the cliff then all of them jump off the cliff or something like that. Um, but yeah, the higher up you go, girl, I'm telling you, because you were meant to grow. You were meant to elevate. You were meant to rise. And the more, the higher you go, the more you expand instead of shrink, the more you grow, um, that mindset, you you really have to have your mindset on point because if you don't, the, the the little stones that will be thrown out, and sometimes big stones, right? But those stones that are going to definitely come your way, they're going to not only hurt, but they're going to damage you severely to where you're going to want to shut down and stop. And you can't stop. Because what you have is just way too important. It's just way too important. Right? So work on your mindset. You know, make sure your actions are in alignment with the kind of person you want to be that, that match up with, like, your core values. Right? And just continue elevating. Continue going. Don't give up on yourself. I believe in you, and I know that you you have greatness within. Right? So, yeah, those are my eight takeaways from becoming and... um. Hopefully, you were able to get some notes from that. And I'm sure that when you watch this um, on Netflix, you'll have your own takeaways. And your takeaways can be um, different than mine. But that's the beauty of it. So, um, again, these are just my takeaways. Hopefully, you were able to, you know, get some ah ahas and insight from that. And you can kind of tweak them and make them your own. Take those lessons that Michelle laid out for us and and make them your own and lead with that. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up this episode. But the last thing that I wanted to say actually is um, on next week's episode or next Monday's episode, I'm going to be talking about um, just like self-love and being comfortable in your own skin. Something that I struggle with still from time to time. Um, some days are better than others, but I've found a way to really like, there's, there's just this one thing, um, that I do and, um, that helps me to just feel loved and to just to feel amazing about myself and, and to be comfortable within. And I want to share that simple exercise with you. So I will make sure that, um, next episode will be exactly about that so make sure you um stay tuned for that all right so that is it for this week's episode again thank you so much for tuning in if you would be so kind and rate and review this podcast wherever you are listening um like itunes or spotify um that would be amazing i would be ever so grateful for you to do that And um, make sure you also check out the blog at browngirlselfcare.com. Again, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you have an amazing week and I will see you next Monday.